0: This episode is brought to you by Smart Food. What makes smart food so smart? It's air pop popcorn, tossed in white cheddar cheese, only 70 calories per cup, a notorious black bag of popcorn deliciousness. You are what you eat. Welcome to the Smart Club. Shop now at snacks.com. Welcome to WrestleWolf. I'm your host, Dr. Damien Gibson, DMD, and this is our AEW Rampage recap and review. Let's get into it, brother friends. We started off with Brian Danielson versus Eddie Kingston, another dream match for Brian Danielson, just week after week. And he didn't disappoint. Um, oh, well, maybe not week after week because he wrestled Dustin Rhodes last week. But anyway. Uh, I got a lot of pushback on that. A lot of other people seem to really enjoy that match, so maybe I'm wrong. Don't think I am, but uh, <laughs> this match uh, was always going to slap, as the kids say. It's um, what I did like about it was that the two competitors were trying to beat the other one with the with their opponent's uh, skill set. Brian Danielson was trying to prove to Eddie Kingston that he could go with him. You know, that he's uh, so like, man, I'm not just submission moves. I'm not. I mean, he does win with a submission mood, but there was just a lot of kicks and chops and punches uh, more than usual. And Eddie Kingston was pulling out some wrestling moves, a DDT that almost took Brian out of the, the match. Um, and it's these little nuances that really. Uh, the reason why you keep coming back to AEW, uh, like it's, th- you don't even realize that it's happening unless you sit back and sort of analyze it. I'm not trying to come across as like, oh, well, I get it. You don't. I d- if I wasn't reviewing the podcast, I wouldn't stop to think about it. All I would know is that the the match would end and be like, fuck, man, that was great. Um, the this is a match. You know, not to harp on too much about Dustin Rhodes, but this is definitely a match where Danielson should be pushed. People believe in Eddie. He's proved that he's hard as nails. He keeps getting up towards the top of that card. He is a... He's a um, contender gatekeeper. That's become his role in AEW. If you're wrestling uh, Eddie Kingston... The likelihood is that if you beat him, then you're in the title picture or in and around the title picture. And I like that. I like that you have those kind of wrestlers. There are other promotions where that just doesn't happen at all. You know, the mid-card is so weak and booked so weakly that you, there's no progression. And for Brian Danielson, he's slowly been progressing his way back up the, uh, you know, he got a shot at Kenny initially because of course he should or would uh, because he's Brian Danielson, but he's, doing the work you know he like this (laughs) i mean i don't know what's going on with cody i've given up trying to work out whether it's legit or not um but uh this is a storyline where the where the wrestler is actually doing the work but still little bits and pieces of brian being a heel like taking advantage of kingston uh when he collapsed like he went to kingston went to um attack Brian has just kind of collapsed on the because of the weight of the amount of punishment that they'd both taken and then Brian just jumped on the top of him and, and started choking him out uh, which is pretty un um, face behavior but uh, I'm liking I'm liking this even the even the walkout to the ring for this match for both of them doing sort of shadow boxing and stuff like that I I really enjoyed Kingston being put to sleep by Brian uh, Allows Brian to go over without Eddie looking weak. Um, and also, like him giving the bird, you know, starts a rivalry uh, that these two don't particularly like each other and, and that we'll get to see them again, hopefully. Um, CM Punk is cutting a promo after this. Uh, he's about to start speaking, and then you can hear Eddie swearing and losing his mind in the background. I mean, this was done really well, this felt real. This is what Eddie Kingston brings to, uh, to a promo to the point where he was the star in this, and and CM Punk was kind of being followed, being led around, um, which you don't get in promos with CM Punk. So um, he essentially because he's losing his shit, and Punk has that sort of like smirk on his face, like oh, man, look at this guy, uh, and then Eddie's like, what are you smiling at? What are you laughing at? Um, And what I did like about this is CM Punk does the same thing That, that Brian Danielson did last week Where he questions the professionalism of Kingston You know, because you look at him And because everybody, every wrestler on earth Unless they they go out of their way to be a big bear of a wrestler A cut to shit Like they don't eat any carbs ever um, And they're just doing, you know, 3,000 sit-ups a day and Eddie Kingston doesn't look like that. He doesn't bother to do that. I, I'm not saying, I'm not going to get on Eddie's bad side and say he doesn't do the work. But this is, when you look at him, he doesn't look like all the other wrestlers. And it is, I mean, even his mate Mox looks fucking cut to shit. You know what I mean? So um, I'm finding that angle interesting. And I'm finding the fact that Punk said the same thing as, as Danielson interesting. They keep teasing a tag team between the two of them and uh yeah i mean even if it's just for a feud or even if it's just for one match of punk and danielson versus mox and kingston um would be pretty amazing um but yeah i think i think that few i mean this is obviously setting up a, a feud between kingston and punk give, let me give you all my money for that but i think long term we, we we are definitely going to see a Punk Danielson tag team. And I mean, who wouldn't want to see that? I'd actually like them to be heels. Um, I think they could they could have a lot of fun and we could have a lot of fun watching them as a heel tag team. Matt Seidel versus Dante Martin. The AEW have done a pretty good job of building this storyline up because I was actually invested in it. And when you consider the two guys... Uh, wrestling I really have had not that much interest in um, in their time in AEW I mean I've always gone into bat for Matt Seidel I, I will keep saying he's, he's more than a good hand that's been really dismissive of what he can do in the ring um, but he is kind of a uh, beginning of a quest wrestler and I feel like that that's what this is with Dante Martin he's like, unfortunately Leah Rush has kind of gotten in the way of their friendship and um yeah but i mean there was there was enough here rush uh the story that I like here is the martins being dragged towards the dark side by lera rush um and that martin's resisting and staying a face uh not wanting to win by any means necessary which is escalating the tension between the two um and they'll eventually feud uh but yeah i mean this match just had some spectacular spots in it of course, it would with these two guys. I mean, Dante Martin is really impressing me more and more every time he gets in the ring. So I'm converted. I was probably too hard on the kid initially. I think it's that thing where when people lose their minds, um, instantaneously. I, you know, there was a part of me that's like, okay, well, let's just, yeah, he can he can do amazing moves, but that's you need more than that to be a great wrestler on TV. Um, Yeah, and then we had the main event, Abaddon versus Britt Baker. I was so looking forward to this match. I wanted to see Abaddon on primetime. I think she did a really good job. This match was enjoyable, especially when they leaned into the hardcore elements of the match. Abaddon biting uh, the lockjaw hand of Britt was a particular highlight. However, it ended... A bit like the ending was a bit clunky. Brit winning with a roll-up, which is now I think there's been three or four roll-up endings in the last three episodes of AEW. Um and that's way too much in AEW I think for, for my liking. It, it's too easy and lazy a way to to tell the ending of a story. AEW better than that. Uh, I, I know the counter argument to this would be they tried everything with Abaddon. She kept getting back up. So Britt Baker saw the opportunity, ever the opportunities, because she's a heel, rolled her up, blah, 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 blah. But in a no DQ match where Britt has two henchwomen out there who didn't really do a lot throughout the match, um, I would be utilizing that. I would be utilizing that loophole while you can. Otherwise, what's the point in having a DQ match? Um And then that still leaves the same door open of Brit not getting a convincing win. In fact, it would be an even less convincing win because this, I mean, she won clean, really. Um, You know, there might have been a little bit of tights or whatever, but I mean, not... You guys know what I'm saying? It just left a sort of sour taste in my mouth in what had been an enjoyable match. I know people will point to the table spot. They're like, butch, but, you know, whatever. Tables don't break every now and then. Um, I liked the way that Jericho kind of covered it up by saying, and Taz as well, by saying, well, you know, it hurts. A lot of the time it hurts more when the table doesn't smash than when it does, Uh, which I imagine is probably the case. Um, I mean, one, because they would know, but two, it just makes sense. Um, So I I enjoyed this match. It's not one of those things where I'm like, ah, this is not blah, blah, blah. Like I really enjoyed Rampage. I thought Dynamite and Rampage were really, really good this week starting to really uh, work their way up through the gears. <laughs> Pardon the pun. Uh, leading into full gear, which is uh, not this weekend, the weekend of So, um, yeah, good stuff. We've still got a couple of episodes to go until we get to the pay-per-view, so I expect things to ramp up even more. Um, but, I mean, it's pretty amazing when you can have an hour of TV and have Eddie Kingston, Brian Danielson, Sam Punk, Britt Baker, um... On the show, but then also have a match that has Matt Seidel and Dante Martin, and people were just as much into that as they were these big stars. It really is testament to AEW's fantastic booking, the vast majority of the time. Um, and I think you know, I mean, getting uh, sort of wound up by the Cody verse that's going on at the moment—that needs to be sp- spoken about. AEW deserves criticism when they when they need to be criticized but i think it's worthwhile us as fans and i'm probably talking to myself here more than anyone uh need to take a step back sometimes and just be like fuck man this is so good this is so good like there are very few tv shows full stop that i stop and think oh man i gotta watch blah you know like at the moment it's Bosch. the last show that i really got into was um only murders in the building which my girlfriend got me into and that that's it there aren't a hell of a lot of shows that i'm even maybe the new season of dexter i'm looking forward to checking out hopefully it's good aw every week undeniably the two it's the three hours of tv that i'm like i've got to watch that have to watch it um and i just think that's we can't commend the evps and tony khan enough for that. I mean, we're getting towards the end of the year. It's been two years of dynamite pretty much or has, it was the two year anniversary a few weeks ago. Um, and I think, you know, while an era of like, this is happening, it's very easy to take it for granted. And then five, 10 years later, go, Oh man, God, that was such a good era. I mean, Matt and I have done it with WCW, like 25, 30 years after the fact of like, fuck, you know, like the Monday night wars, nitro, really fun. (laughs) Like, really really fun I mean, we loved it at the time but um but i really think this is you know uh, a time for us to enjoy what we have and not to um end on a downer but we've seen with, with what's happened on uh ring of honor this week and and looking to get the news uh back into the rotation have a news episode tomorrow um seeing what's happened with ring of honor this week it it there's no guarantees that a promotion, and I'm not saying AEW is going anywhere. I expect them to go from strength to strength. But the, what I'm saying is there's no guarantees that the particular thing that you're into is going to last forever. In fact, it won't. So yeah, just enjoy it while it's happening, man, because this is pretty great. Uh, we're pretty fucking spoiled. Anyway, I'm going to leave that there. Now I've lectured you guys about enjoying AEW. Thank you so much for supporting the podcast. Um, our listenership is up this month from last month again. So, um, thank you. Really appreciate it. Um, it's a fair amount of work to do this podcast in any format, but especially in this new format of, um, trying to watch all of the wrestling and doing a, um, a podcast on each one and, and having a relationship and jobs and, re- and courses and all that kind of stuff. So, um, yeah, the fact when you guys listen that does it makes all the makes all the difference. So thank you very much for that. You can help me out heaps by uh, just going to Apple Podcasts and rating and reviewing. Um, five stars would be great. Just gets us in front of so many more people. Uh, our following has gone right up on Twitter as well. You can follow us with WrestleWolf Pod on Twitter and all the socials. But anyway, until next time, brother friends. May your wrestling be good wrestling and good night.